When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey friends, welcome to WrestleBuddies Game Spots Wrestling Podcast, but with wrestling, friendship, and wrestling with friendship, I am your host, 40 for 40, Matt Elfrey, with, with me, with me, oof, ooh, with me as always is 40 for 40 Dark Order member Chris Hayner. Chris, hi. Matt, it's time to play the game. Welcome to WrestleBuddies, a Triple H production. Mm-hmm. Uh, join the Dark Order, Matt. Join DarkOrder.com. I kid. This is like, look, we know it was been. It, we discussed it a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Triple H in taking over creative control of WWE is also taking over creative control of Wrestle Buddies. But that doesn't mean we're a Triple H production. It doesn't mean we have to recite the lyrics to his theme song. None of that. Uh, oh, Chris, what's up? We're now we're now a Triple H production. What do the H's stand for in this case, though? That's okay. So it's not like it's not like how he spells his name, Triple H. It's H H H Production. Mm-hmm. We just call it Triple H Production. Mm-hmm. Uh, the H stands for heroism. Okay. Hunting. Hunting. Hiking. Hiking. So it sounds. <laughs> so, it sounds like this Triple H is more of a series of Cub Scout badges badges than anything else. It also feels like this guy could be the manager of a Cabela's. Yeah. Wait, is Bear Grylls the new leader of Wrestle Buddies? Is that what's going on here? I don't. I, I'm like at this point, I'm like, is it the real Triple H Paul Levesque who is running Wrestle Buddies, or is it just some guy who's named Triple H? Well, Matt, as you know, you're the, you're the one that talks to him, so yeah, I don't I know. Like, Matt, as you know, I'm in weekly meetings with the Triple H that is now in charge of Wrestle Buddies, and I will say, he does have filters on the Zoom window. Yeah. And it looks like Triple H, but like with modern technology, who knows? Ask uh, him, ask mm-hmm. him um, if it's time to play the game in the next meeting and see what he says. What's the correct? A- yes. Is the correct? No, answer. the correct answer is him spitting a bottle of water everywhere. Like at the camera, at the camera. <laughs> so it just covers the zoom window. <laughs> Uh, because Matt, if he has a filter on, then the filter will go away because that's how filters work in Zoom meetings, oh, right? Watch, yeah. watch this, Matt. Okay. Hang on. Uh, Chris is going to put on a filter and I will explain it to you. It's true. Ready? And. Wow. you. It, there's a bunch of weird images and it says 10 Zoom. Ready? Yeah. Oh, now you got cool glasses on. Huh? Huh? <laughs> this That's is, our, our this very is, visual bit. This is horrible content for an audio podcast. Also, really why is this hat so tiny? Anyway, we got uh coming off that Billy Corgan interview from last week. We're going we're going back to basics, Chris. We got a a two item menu for you this week. Very delicious. We sure. Oh, do my dog's that. here. Oh, hey Ruby. Hey Ruby Soho. Destination unknown, Ruby. Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho. Okay, uh, very delicious menu for you, Chris, who is now wearing a mustache, soul patch, and 
lipstick? Yeah, uh, Triple H requested a bit of a makeover for me. Oh. Like, I don't look macho wrestler enough. You've got, like, the Steve Austin bald head and facial hair. I'm yeah. just a nerd in, like, a Ninja Turtle shirt with orange hair. I so, mean, like, I'm, I I am wearing the the patented WrestleBuddies 40 for 40 shirt. Yeah, this in is which like, yeah, you're there like are a, only two of them. Right. I don't have one. Who has the other one? I thought you had the other one. I haven't bought one yet. Oh, I guess there's only one. Wow, one of one. One of one. That's pretty And there's good. only three members of 40 for 40 at this time. It's me. That we've revealed. You. And is it Shinsuke Nakamura? It's Shinsuke Nakamura, yeah. That's right. I can't believe he's over 40. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what? as Matt said, we have a, we have a nice uh, uh, main course for you this evening. Uh, but before that, Matt, mm. we also have some appetizers. We have some updates on things that have been happening because like it's been oh. a, it's been a few weeks since we've had it's a been. it's been a while since we've had a just a regular like let's go episode of wrestle buddies yeah let's go let's go and i just want to share some updates so we'll get to that in a minute but first let me talk to you about our main course Uh, (laughs) casper beds yeah yeah Yeah, before we do that let me talk to you guys about uh the sleep number bed system it's you set that up so much like it's this is the Jericho podcast. <laughs> yeah, I sure did. Before we get to that, let me tell you about beef delivered to your house. I didn't even mean to, which is the funny thing. Um, so in the main event tonight, we have essentially Triple H having taken over WWE Creative. A lot of things are changing. Mm-hmm. And we, along with thank you for paying for this Triple H, the brand new Prediction Bot 4000 will have our predictions for the future of WWE. Update it's Prediction Bot 3000 version 4. Or cuz we skipped version 3. Did we? Yeah, we just did that now. Oh, okay. Because as you remember, version one was a nice British man. Version two, a wonderful Australian woman. Version four, we don't know yet. We'll find out when you do in a in, mm-hmm. a, in just a few minutes. But first, Matt, let's get through some updates on stuff. Chris, lots happening in mm-hmm. the world of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of what kind of updates are we talking about, this Matt? Week? As you know, one of the reasons uh, we have been like not lackadaisical in episodes, but have had less going on in terms of episodes. It's because like your boy's been traveling. Yes. Um, I went up to been. California for work purposes. That was fun. Uh, but I also went to uh, Wisconsin for my family reunion. Myself and Lord Pumpernickel went to Wisconsin mm-hmm. uh, to meet and greet with my family, like the true celebrities that we are. I signed so many autographs. Uh, mm-hmm. That's not true. I didn't do any of that. Uh, but while we were there, we went to the Mall of America, Matt. And if you have been listening to the show since the beginning, you should know that the Mall of America has a very special place in Wrestle Buddies history, a very special place in wrestling history, because it is home of Two. the very first episode of WCW Monday Nitro. So when I went to Mall of America, this was six or seven years ago. The first thing I did was try to find where the first episode of nitro took place it took a while because there's four areas in the mall of america that yep, are exactly it's, it's that essentially area. the four corners of the mall yes uh but i did find it and i got pictures i think i sent you pictures i believe I you did yeah matt i took it to the next level i was at the mall of america and i was on a mission and that mission was to find the original location of hulk hogan's pasta mania and let me tell you it wasn't easy 
No. Um, because if you search Hulk Hogan's Pasta Mania location on the internet, it just says go to the Mall of America. But Matt, you've been to the Mall of America. It's very big. There's Not only is so it so much there. It's a giant mall. Yes. And then the center of the giant mall is essentially a theme park. Uh-huh. And like, attached with- to the mall are hotels. Like, it's so big. This mall has, like, ten coffee shops in it. it uh, one of them is a Tim Hortons, by the way, which made me very happy. Mm-hmm. There's also a bunch of Caribou Coffees, which is the preferred coffee uh, wrangler in that part of the world. Yes. Uh, and I love Caribou Coffee. And they have a Caribou couple Coffee's of Starbucks's, good. and, you know, it's a whole thing. Anyway. So I was determined to find Pasta Mania, the location of Pasta Mania while I was there, and I couldn't figure it out. Lord Pumpernickel to the rescue. Literally pulled up the videos that like WCW ran during that time and studied them frame by frame to look for locations and came upon a frame where I looked at it. I was like, I've been to that location. I know where that's at. That's behind the log flume ride because there's a little step down dining area. I've like, I've literally Mm -hmm. been in that dining area before and I didn't even know it. So Matt, we went, we found it and now residing and like also check Twitter. We put the photo. I took a photo in front of pasta mania on Twitter. It is now a Popeye's chicken. Of course, which seems vaguely appropriate it's just another fast food joint like yeah. i wish it was replaced by like a sabaro like oh. just to really twist the knife to hulk hogan you know so olive garden to go oh my god i wish it was a chilies to go i would have gotten some. <laughs> give me that queso um but no it like it felt like a weird achievement on like everybody who everybody in the mall who walked by was staring at me so confused as I made Lord Pumpernickel take photos of me posing in front of a Popeye's chicken. Look, I found a Popeye's. I'm a guy with orange hair. I will say that uh, among those people, my cousin and her husband and their child who didn't quite didn't quite understand what was going on. Uh, and I was like, no, you see, once upon a time, Hulk, there's I'll send you a link. But once upon a time, Hulk Hogan had a pasta kiosk here and it was wonderful. Did you ever have it? No. Um, so, yeah, Pasta Mania has been found. Uh, my next mission, should I choose to accept it, is I want to tr- I want to try to find that alley. I want to find that alley where the Pasta Mania sign wound up bolted to the back of an abandoned building. Like, that's, is, that it, is that in St. Paul, Minneapolis? It is. But I don't know if it's still there. It was as of a number of years ago. Apologies to the truck going by. It's t- it's a a hole o'clock. That's okay. I didn't house. hear anything, Matt. So you're golden, baby. I'm gonna hear it when I edit. So I, I had to are, also I had to turn down the gate on my mic. I'm having a day with the audio, guys. It's been it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, so yeah, that was my big adventure. I went to Pasta Mania. In terms of other wrestling things, like there hasn't been a lot going on. Uh, I will say, uh, Lord Pumpernickel has created their particular character they want to get now they're now interested in getting into the wrestling business after mm-hmm. watching a lot with me oh, and <laughs> and also watching a lot on their own uh and has developed an entire character and a way to springboard their wrestling career on the back of cm punk uh okay. but like we might have to have them on at some point to fully unroll the character because it's real it's really good it's legitimately fun and i'm and i'm like when they explain to me, I'm imagining promos and whatnot. Uh, another thing to catch up on the AEW game. 
It's at Gamescom right this second. We're recording this on Wednesday. Yeah, I think it's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. Pod is out Thursday, but the AEW game is on display uh, at Gamescom right now. And man, it looks. Eh. Here's the thing. Uh, so there was a there was just some images that leaked on not leaked. I, I should not say leaked. They were put online. Whatever. Then there was a one minute clip or 45 second clip of like the best things happening uh, with no like with just music behind it did not look good. Uh, it looked fine. We'll say maybe it was like okay. lots of mini games and stuff. Like, why is there a whole? Oh, no, 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 I'm talking about today. Oh, today. Oh, I I'm talking about today. There was like a 45 second, like little piece where we saw like Aubrey as the ref and she was really janky at doing one, two, three. Yeah. I've seen specifically about. two video clips. One is CM Punk versus Paul White, the big show. And one is uh, Kenny Omega versus uh, Adam, Adam Cole, Cole. Bebe. Uh, fifth uh, Wrestle, Wrestle Buddy, Adam Wrestle Cole Buddy's Buddy. member. Yeah. Uh, so I watched on Twitch the full Adam Cole, Bebe and uh kenny omega match with evil uno and colt cabana and someone from thq nordic talking about the game and explaining that like hey this is still early and decently early in production it can't be matt the game's supposed know, to come I out know. this year there's still I, well i'm sorry the build they had was decently early in production i guess okay. they said it's come a long way since then they explained the things that have been put into the game since this build has been shown off and I've got to say, I'm really into it now. Okay, what can you tell me about what they've said has been put Okay, into it? so um, you know when Adam Cole does the Adam Cole baby in the ring at one point, yeah. and you just hear the crowd go, yay. They've been recording live audiences yeah. at AEW shows, and they're actually going to put in the appropriate chants and the appropriate things that people say Which during those. Love that. Uh I should have taken notes because that's you the really biggest thing. <laughs> I have no idea what what you heard. Uh, so it, it's still the the graphics already look better. Things already look smoother in the current build that they have. Not the build that they shown off, but the build they have. Right. Here's what I want to say. The graphics look fine. Like they, they look, look fine, fine for the arcade. Like and not, and when I say fine, I don't mean I'm not here. I got to turn these filters off. When I say the graphics are fine, like and I I do not mean that negatively. I think they look cool. I think they look interesting and different from the WWE game. Um, however, I will say of the gameplay I've seen so far, it looks like an updated Day of Reckoning, uh, yeah. a game that a lot of people didn't like. I like Day of Reckoning like it was very janky, but I still enjoyed it. So if they were able to take a system like that, because I don't I think it's I think it's probably more Day of Reckoning than No Mercy. Um, mm -hmm. But but that said, I think with a system like that, if they polish that up and update it like that could work really well. Um, I would love to see entrances. I would love to see tools like the customization tools. There was uh, they showed off entrances during the Twitch stream. And how do they look? Really good. Uh, okay. Really good for that engine, for that arcade style. I okay. liked it a lot. I, I will. I'll try to hunt down video of that on YouTube after we're recording. Just go right on the Twitch. It, like the whole thing's there. The AEW game switch. I believe it was. Yeah. Okay. I did, or just evil. Uno has been posting it. So, okay. I'll, I'll yeah. go, I'll go look, look it up. Uh, but what I will say is overall, like the game looks interesting. It's just a matter of accepting that it's not, it's trying to do something different than what the two K games do. It's not trying mm -hmm. to be a simulator. It's trying to be an arcade sort of brawler fighting, which, games. and it's trying to be that, but it's also trying to be your childhood. And, and Yes, I, I, I want to say this very strictly to every person listening. Yes, 
Um, the Nintendo 64 era of games was great at the time. Mm-hmm. Going back and playing a lot of them, especially with uh, like Nintendo Switch's online stuff, those games aren't as good as you remember. GoldenEye is not good comparative to the first person shooters we have now. Uh, no Smash Mercy Brothers. is still really good. I'd say the wrestling games from that era hold up a lot better than other just generic video games from that era. Super Mario 64 is a standout. The Legend of Zelda stuff is obviously a standout. But a lot of the stuff from the Nintendo 64 era, for me, does not hold up as well as I remember. Except Pilot Wings. Pilot. I'd say Pilot Wings Super Nintendo is better than 64. I might agree with that. I might agree with that. I, I In the genesis of video gaming within my lifetime, and this is looking through my eyes as someone who is 40 years old, Super Nintendo is my pinnacle. I, I, I remember the day I got an NES. I remember the day I had an Atari. I remember getting 64, but SNES to me is like the best gaming got for my childhood. And then I was kind of a weird up and down from there. The pinnacle for me was the NES. I remember getting that, et cetera. But like, I would argue that the SNES is maybe the greatest console of all time. Uh, If it's rivaled by anything, I would say it's probably the PS2 or Xbox 360. I definitely say PS2 is probably in the running for that. Um, But yeah, for me, it, it's probably the NES and then tied for second to the PS2 and 360. Uh, but that's a different conversation. That's entirely. neither here nor there. Uh, I what I. The thing about this game is, regardless of whether it's good or not, we're going to get it and we're going to play the hell out of it because we're wrestling game nerds. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what we're into. And thankfully, it looks like it's a game where you can have fun playing it. You don't have to have the most updated, most realistic photo, realistic graphics in a wrestling game to make it a good wrestling game. You just mm-hmm. have to have a good wrestling game. Um, There are so many of the mechanics I'm not sure about. I don't know how they're going to work. I don't understand why there are mini games like a home run derby and like a whatever like that's but whatever maybe you don't have to play them if you don't want to i just don't understand why they're there it, I it feels say- it feels like well we don't have it like again and this is me having zero knowledge it mm-hmm. feels like well the game's kind of thin let's throw in some mini games to pad it out a bit i i want to say one thing about remember that commercial with Britt baker and tony Giovanni where Britt baker's like you don't gotta remember all these buttons and that's something they keep saying in different interviews they showed off the buttons today. Like they look uh, very complicated. It does. Yeah, exactly. So it's uh light strike, strong strike. They, they, it's like three, it's named three different things. Punch throughout. and kick are on different buttons. Punch and kick are different buttons. However, it's also called light strike, strong strike or lower strike, upper strike. So I don't think they have an idea of what to call that yet. Uh, I, also, I find myself wondering if like a tap is a light and a hold it down is a strong, which is what the WWE buttons. uses. Oh, great. I don't, I, but again, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Well, like, they, but what I'm, what I'm getting at is that they're constantly telling us there's not that many buttons to remember. They showed the button mapping today. It's a ton of stuff to remember. It's, it's not as much as WW2K22, but it's pretty close from what it seemed like. I will say as in the videos I watched controls, control prompts kept popping up on the screen. And every single one of them was a different button. I was like, I don't know. This seems like a lot, but like I've adapted to every dumb change WWE has made to its games, which like at, at current, I really like the uh, I really enjoy the uh, 2K22 controls. 
um, a hell of a lot more than 2K20 controls. Yeah, and the um, combo system's really nice as well. Yeah, I love the combo system. So, like, I'm hopeful. I will I will also say, uh, in the Kenny Omega Adam Cole clip I saw, there was a moment where Omega put Cole on the top rope and did the one-winged angel from up there. And yeah. I'm hopeful that is some that is a mechanic that applies to most people's finishers where you can sort of tweak it in by putting them up on the top rope to add more impact. Because that is something I will say about the WWE games is finishers and things of that nature are usually so hard coded isn't the right word, but that's the only way I can think of where like they can only be done in certain instances. They might have Randy Orton. (laughs) Well, no, but even, even then, because like they might have different versions of the finisher, but if you have the RKO, you can't put them up on the top rope and RKO them from there. You have to add the top rope RKO to your finishing moves. I'm hopeful that like if Kenny Omega has the one wing angel, he can deliver it in the middle of the ring or he could put you up on the top rope and deliver it from there. So here's what Evil Uno said during the uh, Twitch game thing. Um, signature wise, there's going to I think they said like five or six signatures per wrestler uh, for it looked like between four and six finishers per person. So I think the that idea seems behind, like too much. Well, the I think the idea behind that is like if you want to do one wicked angel on the ground or you want to do it on, uh, you know, from the top rope that. That would take up both slots. That would like a, that would take up all your finisher slots. Okay, exactly. I, I see that now. But if you're Kenny Omega, you also have the V trigger, and he does that like three different variations of that. Yeah. So I think that the idea behind that is well, like that finisher slot is just to fill out the variations of those two moves that he has. I definitely wonder if they're gonna p- try to package in a sort of GM mode to compete with 2K22, but also if they're gonna do the thing. So. The thing we've been asking for in the 2K series for years now is special ref matches, uh, which were in No Mercy, mm-hmm. uh, but have not been in. I, I don't remember the last time they were in a WWE game, but man, if they could package that into the AEW game, like that's added content right there. Worth Has my that money. been a part of dub or AEW at all? Have they actually done a special referee match at this point? I can't think of one off the top of my I, head. I got to believe that MJF matched refed a match between like someone he was feuding with and Wardlow at some point. You want to know, here's a, in all seriousness, here's what I really want them to do with uh, one type of mode. I'd really like to see come back. And that's from WCW NWO revenge. And I think WrestleMania did it. Um, and that's just, you pick a title you want to go for with a character. And then you work your way up the ranks until yeah, it's you like tower the belt. Exactly. A tower. Uh, well, and, they uh, had remember they had that a couple years ago in the 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 WWE game with AJ Styles on the cover because they had the Golden Tower that you could go to as part of a thing. But like, that way but, was like it was so overly complicated with like weird gimmick matches and stuff. It's like I just want yes. basic wrestling. Yeah, like because in the old game, I believe you did that and you would unlock like Scott Steiner or something. Yeah, like give me that, give me that old school feel. But also, yeah, give me a not a universe mode, but like a career mode or like a face well, of the I, franchise I believe, mode. I believe they have confirmed that there is some manner of career mode in the game it'll be interesting to see what it what it is i i mainly don't want them to ape 2k i want them to be their own thing but also Mm -hmm. look at the past and see what uh thq and aki have done before and maybe give updates to that stuff and yeah and especially like i understand that it's trying to it's coming at this from an arcade more of an Mm -hmm. arcade game standpoint and that's not a bad thing just avoid the pitfalls of what 
pre like 2k has done in the arcade space like what was battlegrounds battlegrounds, battlegrounds was, was very a, bad ultimately a huge disappointment it was really cool for five minutes and then yes. i was just kind of like I, was, I haven't touched it since Mm-mm. um or like royal rumble which was a this was dreamcast days but they're like a really oh, fun arcade that, game. Matt, that was also in the arcade in the yes. the best ugliest plastic white arcade cabinet of all time but that was a really fun arcade game you could play with your friends but when they put that out on dreamcast like five minutes you were done like yeah. the the fun factor is gone i think that's the thing you have to worry about wrestlefest is kind of the same thing i love wrestlefest and royal rumble the uh old school like pixel games but when you put that in an environment at home where yeah. you're not in an arcade it loses all the fun yeah those are games that are fun specifically in arcades mm-hmm. and i think and i think like obviously based on what we've seen what little we've seen it looks more in line with the the late n64 games and the early gamecube like I like Matt, honestly, if you haven't played, I don't know if you ever ha- if you were ever a GameCube guy, yeah, but if you I'm if a Nintendo you, guy, I got a Nintendo okay, tattoo. Right that's there. true. So have you played Day of Reckoning one and two? Um, I only played the first one and I played it very briefly. Day of Reckoning two is incredible. It is one of my favorite like wrestling games ever. Really? Yes. It's so good. And it does. And like, I feel like all the, I feel like because they were on GameCube, those games get forgotten about. And WWE had three of them. They had, uh, I think it was WrestleMania 19 and then they had day of reckoning one and two and like, you know, crush hour. America. No, but, yeah, we're, we're talking about the mainstay. Yeah. Like, but um, I was playing SmackDown at that time on like PlayStation, but I was yeah, kind of in the SmackDown series right. more. But yeah, in watching the clips, it gives me actually, I think there was four. Cause I believe there was a WrestleMania X eight. And then a WrestleMania 19 and then Day of Reckoning 1 and 2 Um, because I had all of them. Uh, It Day of Reckoning to this. This these video clips give me big time Day of Reckoning 2 vibes, which I'm very into. It's just a matter of like. I loved Day of Reckoning 2 before I played, you know, 8000 WWE 2K games. So like how I haven't gone back and revisited that game. I want to, but I don't have a GameCube anymore. I should get a GameCube. That's what I'm learning here. Okay. That's the other thing these wrestling companies uh, need to do. I was thinking about this, like in the shower this morning <laughs> was like, um, there's so much lost media because companies own the rights to whatever. Or, I mean, like I really want those old WCW and all the old Aki games to like be re-released somehow. I know that's an impossibility because of rights, but it just bums that the only way I can play those games is to, like steal them from the internet and put them on like my raspberry pi or something which is not fun i don't know i would pay for it that's what i'm saying i would easily pay for these games yeah put them on a modern system yeah add them to the switch library please please anyway that's 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 about it in terms of the obviously there will be more to come from the AEW game and as we get closer to release matt and i i'm sure We'll have so many thoughts about it, especially once we get our hands on the damn thing. Oh, please. Mm. We should probably talk to somebody on the game side yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah. And we should also probably talk to AEW. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, stay tuned. Uh, next week, we're talking to someone from AEW. Uh, hopefully. Don't make promises before I mean, I'm we record the, the interview, like, Matt. The interview's been set up. I'm just, if it hasn't been recorded. Also, not I been might recorded. not be there, I realize today. Oh, really? Yeah, I have the Cobra Kai junket on Friday. I have to look at, at the, the same times. time. I don't know. I have to look at the times. I forgot about it until last night. And I was like, oh, wait, I told Matt I could do interview of insert name of wrestler here. 
Oh no! So uh, if you tune in next week and I'm not interviewing everyone's favorite wrestler along with Matt, now you know why. It's because I was talking to Billy Zabka, America's favorite karate kid. In your face, Machio. Have you been hurt in an automobile accident? Was your cool, flashy convertible filled with concrete by a disgruntled worker? Was your limo's door ripped off and then the car was tipped over by a disgruntled employee? Was the back axle of your limo ripped off in a prank by a couple of disgruntled employees? Was your limo exploded with you inside but you're not dead? Then you're Vince McMahon, someone who loves putting himself in storylines with his car getting destroyed. And that's just his car! We haven't even mentioned the time the DX Express exploded, or when Brock Lesnar uh, and Braun Strowman just destroyed cars for fun! Anyway, call me. I'm Dog Dad Lawyer. I'm an accomplished lawyer and Dog Dad to my pug Clarence. We don't have to talk about law, though. We could talk about other great things like owning a pug, being a lawyer, heroism, hunting, or even hiking. Call me today. It's uh. It's a, it's a weird year in wrestling, Chris. Uh, lots of people released. Some people just let their contracts run up at WWE yeah. and on other Some pastures. people retired, Matt. Some people retired again, Ric Flair. Uh, but then... <laughs> Some people resigned in potential... Yeah, go ahead. There, yeah, let's... Uh, there elephant are... in the room. Uh, Vince, Vince is man, gone. Uh, yeah. And if you would have asked me a year ago if that would happen, I would have said, Matt, there's no chance in hell. No Get chance? It? Do you see what I see? I see exactly yeah. what you did there. Uh, Vince is out. Uh, Nick Khan and Stephanie McMahon are co-CEOs. Triple H is in charge of creative. And boy, howdy, the shows are so much better so quickly. It, it feels so much like a middle finger to Vince McMahon. I feel like, his- yeah, there, there's, a, there's a point where I was like, like, oh, what? I don't know what Vince is going to do with his days anymore. It's like, I don't really care because he's fine. Um, also, based on everything we've learned over the last several months, like uh, it was probably the, last several was, months, yeah, last several well, decades. Yeah, it was it was probably time. Uh, but holy cow, WWE programming has gotten super exciting. We've seen lots of dope returns. We've seen much like more in ring action. Mm-hmm. Like the main event, like the main event of Raw this week was Edge versus Damian, the Punishment Priest Martinez. Uh, and it was great, which is weird because I normally don't like Damian, the Punishment Priest Martinez. No, he's been uh, also very he wrestled dry in, and he wrestled in a corset, which I found or what looked like a corset. It wasn't a corset, but it was clearly it looked like a corset. It was like a, le- a very tight leather tank top that tied together in the front. It was very odd. That's interesting. That's an interesting choice. Uh, um, also, like Hit Row came back. Hit Row well, came back. Three fourths of Hit Cross Row. and Scarlet came back. Matt, this week, Chris, what's up? Dexter Loomis is really cool now. Did you see that he came back to NXT yes. last night to bid and farewell to Indy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he stole my heart. But did you see afterwards when he got arrested and he said goodbye for now? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but like I would say most importantly, and this got a huge pop out of both myself and Lord Pumpernickel when we were watching Raw this week, they come back from commercial. 
Rebel Heart hits the speaker. Johnny Gargano walks out. I was not expecting it. I freaked out. I danced in my living room to the song because I love that song. Mm -hmm. And like it was just it was so. Johnny Gargano is someone who were Vince would not have made sense for him to come to the main roster with Vince McMahon in charge because he's he's a smaller guy. And we've seen we've seen what he's an indie darling. He's an indie darling, but like he's been training under Shawn Michaels and Triple H for years and they both love him. But I don't think there's a there's I don't think there's a chance in hell he would have (laughs) get it uh, that he would have gotten a fair shake uh, under uh, on the main roster under Vince McMahon. However, under Triple H, he's back with the pomp and circumstance he deserves. And it looks like he's sliding right into a feud with Austin Tahiri, his former son. Uh, If you guys (laughs) have if honestly. If you guys don't watch NXT, I I beg of you, go back on YouTube and just look up clips of his stable, The Way, which yeah. was him, his wife, Candice LeRae, Austin Theory, and Indy Hartwell. And like it all culminated with Indy Hartwell getting married to Dexter Loomis uh, and <laughs> Johnny and Austin Theory, like like soft cosplaying as Dexter Loomis at the wedding, wearing his one glove. Yes, it was like everything about it was wonderful. Um, that whole that whole heel run. They were they were like and it did what a lot of heels do where it starts off ultra serious and just becomes fun. Yeah, like they're still bad guys. Yeah, uh, like that whole heel run. Like, please look up clips of it because it is perfect. And here's what I like so far about Gargano and theory being set up. It's Austin theory is very much a Vince guy. Like Vince yeah. really put him under his wing. And I, and I, we both love Austin Tahiri. We've talked mm-hmm. about him for a long time. We still call him Austin Tahiri, which is like an evolved thing from way back when. Uh, and, which is a thing that didn't we just start doing that at the show we went to? No, no, no. Other people were doing it too. Okay. Before okay, us. Good. Okay. Uh, so it, the, he's very much a McMahon guy. And then you have Johnny Gargano, who is very much a Triple H and Shawn Michaels guy. Yeah. And this but is, you also have an Austin Theory who's still very green. Yeah, yeah. Especially comparatively. Comparatively. Uh, so like putting them together, just uh, like Austin, Austin got to work with Johnny as a partner to help develop his character. But now Austin can work against Johnny to develop himself in the ring more and become more sure of his work. Yeah. And I love that. Because we saw him at Evolve and he was fine. But I really liked like you could see something there with him. Like he, yeah. he's very charismatic, uh, but his in ring was it was fine at that yeah. time. And he's just getting better. Now he's yeah. going to be world champion one day. He wasn't wowing us like man swerve back then. Swerve, like, rough, 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 Leon rough. Like and that was and that was evolved. Like they were doing like that. I was super over the moon for those guys. Yeah. And they've only gotten better. Yeah. Uh, so. Clearly, lots of big things happening in terms of uh, changes coming to WWE. Mm-hmm. We have some predictions. We certainly uh, do. Our brand new state of the art updated artificial intelligence machine prediction bot 3000 version four has some predictions. And we're just going to talk through what we think will happen to WWE with Triple H in full creative control. And his wife is co-CEO, so even his sillier ideas, he can be like, yeah, but like maybe we should do it anyway. And then he could buddy up to Nick Khan and be like, come on, Nick, let's just let's just do it anyway. And then I'll do it. Here's here's my first prediction. Chris. Okay. Uh, real prediction. Serious, serious stuff here. Uh, 
I think we're going to be looking less at the past and um, bringing in less legends for kind of like bumps. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I say less legends for bumps, I mean people that can't wrestle anymore or that aren't compelling in the ring anymore uh, in favor of putting newer, fresher talent higher on the card. Mm-hmm. I, I think would agree we're with seeing that. that already. I would agree with that. I would say uh, sort of a side thing with that. I've seen a lot of speculation on the internet yes. uh, that Triple H may want to rely less on part timers. Good. Which is good. Like right now, the two top names in the company are Roman and Brock, who are both part timers. Obviously, Brock is way more part time than Roman. Roman is still on most of the pay-per-views, but he like some of the TV. It's it's a it's, it's an also, interesting thing going on right now. Roman's been like nonstop working his butt yes. off for years. Brock's for years. been part time forever for years <laughs> for like a decade now. I think, and, and as much as I hate part-time champions, Roman's kind of earned it at, for me, you know? Yeah. I like seeing Brock. I like seeing Brock now when he's silly, cartoonish, taking a tractor to the ring, flipping the ring up. Uh, but I don't want him champion. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, so, yeah, it's... I, I agree with that, Matt. Uh, now, I'll hit you with my very first uh, prediction. Again, a very real, very serious prediction. Uh, no joking around here. Uh, I think now will finally be the time for WWE to re-enter the restaurant experience space. Perfect. Uh, the Triple H Cafe. It Ooh. stands for hamburgers, hoagies, and habanero pepper aioli. And hiking. <laughs> <laughs> and like, no joke. I thought of the Triple H Cafe joke a week ago. <laughs> and then we made the joke kind of at the beginning. So I was like, I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, so this is, so this is like a, this is a concept restaurant Mm -hmm. where unlike, unlike WWF New York, uh, come get some food. Um, (laughs) hold on, hold on. Come get some parentheses food. Food. Yeah. Okay. Or is it it dot, dot, dot or parentheses? Dot, dot, dot. Okay. All right. That's it. That's Um, all I wanted to stop you there. Uh, like that was a big wide ranging, like sort of American restaurant menu that kind of hit all the things. This is going to be specifically hoagies, hamburgers, and everything comes with a habanero pepper aioli instead of like a mayonnaise. If you don't like spicy things, get out of here. Go to AEW's corn dog stand. Like, I don't care. Uh, also doing like doing it more this way will allow them to have a smaller footprint, but open in more locations. So I think that'll be good. That'd be fantastic. I would yeah. um, definitely eat there. Yeah. I had another prediction like in my head, ready to go. And then mm-hmm. I lost it completely. I'm so sorry. So I think what we do here is we ask prediction bot 3000 version four. We skip version three because Triple H said four is better than three. That's true. What is your first prediction? It's it's good to meet you, new AI. Hi. Oh, hi. It's hi. it's it's a perceived woman's voice again. I like it. All right. Uh, so what nice. is what's your first prediction? Love to hear what you have to say. Colin Firth will be the celebrity host of WrestleMania 39, and to celebrate everything Hollywood, he will host it shirtless alongside Taron Egerton, who will be dressed as Elton John shopping at the Tower Records. <laughs> That's weirdly specific prediction, but um, it's not even. It's not even. 
Colin Firth hosts WrestleMania. It's Colin Firth hosts WrestleMania shirtless with Taron Edgerton dressed as Elton John shopping at a Tower Records. I don't even know where to start with that, Matt. There are no Tower Records left. But, um, I mean, there is that Tower Records documentary. Uh, yeah. Elton John's in it a lot shopping there. I understand that, but like that tower, but it's that's the, t- the specifically that is the Tower Records on Sunset. Yes. Which like the building is still there. And I believe the building is still marked up with Tower Records signage because as a promotional effort for that documentary, they put Tower Records signage back all over the building and then just never took it down. Good. But it's not a Tower Records. There's no. nothing inside of it. Uh, Maybe there was like, was there a, a scene from Rocket Man that was cut? Or Elton John's just in Tower Records or Taron Edgerton as Elton John's just shopping for I mean, honestly, there's probably like an hour of footage of exactly that. But like, who knows? (laughs) Uh, I appreciate that, like that the the new prediction bot isn't solely focused on shirtless Colin Firth, but also Taron Edgerton in costume from a film he made. I mean, I, I feel like we've kind of gotten out of overly sexualizing Colin Firth. I mean, you still I say we. I mean, I mean, prediction bot. Well, this uh, is a newer, more advanced artificial intelligence. Very right? much so. Uh, uh, but yeah, OK, sure. WrestleMania is going Hollywood next year, so we might possible. be there. Like, who we, knows? We, we may go. Chris and I I'd together. Like, I'd yeah. like to go. I would like to go to Los Angeles with someone who was from that area that can Show me why Los Angeles doesn't suck, because every time I've gone, it's been downtown L.A. and downtown L.A. is it sucks. It's the worst. Matt, what I'm what we're going to do is we're going to go and I'm just going to take you to the new Beverly and we're okay. going to watch old movies on film projection. I don't I don't want to go to a movie theater. It's yes, you do. Why don't you want to go to the new Beverly? But why would I? But like out of all the things you can do in. The New Beverly is like an L.A. establishment. It's the, it, uh, like, as I'm sure you know, it's the it's the theater Quentin owns. Yeah, that like runs. It doesn't run digital prints. It only runs film prints. So if yeah. your movie isn't on film, it will never be shown there. Uh, and it's just it's just an old one screen movie house. And it's like an L.A. It's an L.A. landmark. Okay. Um, we can also go on the Warner Brothers studio tour and sit on the Friends couch. Um, I would do that. I want to do touristy things, but sitting in a movie theater for two hours uh, doesn't oh, sound. Man, the thing about the New Beverly is they're mostly double features. So it, oh, don't no, worry, it won't definitely be no. You're going to go. Uh, you don't have a choice. I require everyone to. Also, Matt, we're going to go to Universal Studios so you can witness Waterworld, a live sea war spectacular. I do want to see that very. I, I, I hope Christopher Daniels is working. He doesn't do it anymore. Matt. I know, but but he I can still hope. Years. I can still I saw hope. it once with him. I saw it once with him. I, I also it. asked him uh, over Twitter one time if I bought a cameo from him, if he would do it in character as the deacon. What and he was say? like, I don't know what that would entail. I don't own the costume or anything, but sure. <laughs> and then I didn't buy it uh, because he didn't have the costume. So what's the point? Uh, my next prediction Matt I think Vince stepping down Stephanie and Nick Khan taking over as co-CEOs and Triple H and head of creative means we are closer than ever to WWE being put up for sale yeah I like I think I think obviously Vince is still the controlling shareholder I think he owns what 38% of the company yeah it's well he earns a lot of the stock yeah 
Um, so I think it's like 38% of all stock or something ridiculous. Yeah. He's the biggest single he's majority shareholder. We'll put it that yeah. way. Uh, but like, I think we're getting, I think we're inching closer and closer and closer to that. And I still think it's a good thing. We've obviously been talking about this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Vince stepping down makes it feel more like a reality, mm-hmm. but, and also I still think it's going to be NBC universal or Comcast, whatever their company is Fing- called. My, now. my fingers are so crossed. Give me a WWE land at Epic Universe, baby. Come on. You've already got to integrate. You've already have a deal with WWE to play WWE products on Peacock, the streaming service. Peacock is still trying to continue to grow. Um, I think it's I think sports integration has been really good for it personally, like the Olympics and golf and uh, soccer. Uh, adding WWE full time without paying licensing fees and their back catalog is the perfect way to go. And also, it puts new eyes on the product. WWE needs younger audience. Wrestling, in general, needs a younger audience. AEW is not aiming for that, I don't think. WWE has to be the one who leads the way. That's just my opinion. I would say that that was a pretty basic prediction, one we've been making for years. Yeah. Um, I would say a more specific prediction is we're going to see a more mature product. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Triple, like, Triple H is obviously someone who came to fame during the attitude era um his like most trusted confidant seems to be Shawn michaels Mm -hmm. uh who also came to huge huge fame during the attitude era um i could definitely see i don't think we'll go back to the attitude era because i don't think we're just that sort of uh public anymore but i like with combined with the recent upshift of raw to tv 14 i could definitely i think i think we're going to start seeing inching more towards a more mature product. That's not as like, not as kid for like, obviously it's still be family friendly, but I think they're going to start appealing to older audiences a bit. I don't think they're going to go overly sexual. Like they did. No. I mean, that was the attitude era. I think we're going to get more stuff. Dexter loom is what, what's going on with him right now. I think is a good example of that more mature storytelling. Uh, he's a creepy stalker. Who's like trying to kidnap people like, but it's presented in a, in a, in a more adult way i think yeah, we're it's gonna not, have, it's not it, it's kind of like when ddp stalked the undertaker's wife for some reason yes yeah uh but done so tastefully we'll put yes, it. yes 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 I, I, I I, but i'll also say what we're gonna get is new types of storytelling like for a long time wwe feuds got became very rote they were just, it was just kind of the same thing over and over again. We're starting mm-hmm. to see different things like the whole like Dexter Loomis's introduction played out with like in the background of an episode of Raw mm-hmm. with the whole car crash thing. And then we just saw him pop up at the very end without knowing what the heck was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's sort of continued down that track the in, since since then. And I feel like what we're getting is like more experimental types of storytelling within pro wrestling. Um, here is uh, another prediction from me. Uh, we are the the brand split will stay, but we'll see more crossover between shows. Uh, I have a feeling be- because of licensing deals between Fox and USA, I know that the blends the, the, there's been a lot of talk about the brand split ending uh, because Fox or USA or or uh, want certain wrestlers on certain shows. Yeah. I I, th- I don't think that makes sense personally. I think you need to have because the roster is so deep and to give everybody screen time that is on these rosters, you need to have shows with distinct lines drawn. However, a good way to get people tuning into other shows 
is once a month, maybe have someone from one show go on to another. Yeah. Uh, to that end, Matt, I predict that the unified titles thing will come to an end before the end of this year. It needs to for the tag titles. It's super neat. It to. needs to for the world titles, like especially with like, again, love Roman Reigns. But with him being the champion of both shows and not being around very often, it's it's very strange, especially since like clearly uh, they're trying to build. They're building up the Intercontinental title around Gunther. Does Bobby is Lashley the U.S. champion? Yeah, I think think but that does it doesn't feel like a major title. neither of them feel like top line world titles at this point so like i i think the experiment of unifying the titles was sort of a last gasp of vince's reign and i think we're gonna get to the end of that sooner rather than later it was the last gasp of vince's reign that had no planning for it Mm -mm. zero and it wasn't necessary it was all it was all about promoting the wrestlemania main event that was it yep and I think that and that's going to be a change, I think, for WWE's there's going to be more long term storytelling, because within Vince's past, I'd say, five to ten years, it's been a lot of very short, quick hit pay-per-view to pay-per-view stories um, or going over the course of two pay-per-views. But the stories never really had any umph. They're, they're all been like you've mentioned, everything's so basic. Yeah. Uh, so I think we'll get some more diversity within storytelling, along with longer storylines. Uh, I apologize, prediction bot. We have not been going back to you. What is your next prediction? Triple H will reveal that Johnny Gargano is his son, and Johnny Gargano will be renamed Triple J. Oh, triple Triple J, Triple J. Why? Oh, for Johnny 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 Johnny. <laughs> so wait, does that mean Triple H is Grand Grandpa H to Little Quill Gargano? Apparently. Wow. Learning All a right. lot. I'm into that. Plus, honestly, it can't, like as we learned with Jason Jordan uh, being relabeled the son of a WWE Hall of Famer does wonders for your career. Isn't Jason Jordan uh, like retired from the ring? Yeah, he he. I He's believe a backstage he reti- producer. I, I believe he retired due to injury and is now a backstage producer. But like that was a very weird storyline when it was like, by the way, you're Kurt Angle's son. Dun dun dun. You're like, what? Yeah, I didn't. Why? Like- sense at all is that is that that how you're explaining away he's good at wrestling is because he's kurt angle's son illegitimate son because you can't be taught wrestling you have to be the son or daughter of kurt angle yeah charlotte flair is actually kurt angle's daughter yeah not rick flair's daughter um i'll i'll throw out another prediction uh we're going to see a few more people come back that were fired in the past few years but not as many as you think yeah, do not expect the Undisputed Era to come back. I At least not for now. I constantly see people complaining about Adam Cole, like, why isn't Adam Cole? Like, he's probably so bummed out he's not in WWE. I mean, he's fine in AEW. Yeah. He's doing great. Well, I mean, he's out injured currently. He's out injured, but he's still like, he's like a main eventer over there. Yeah. He's just injured. He's doing great. I wouldn't be surprised to see him make his way back to WWE at some point, but also like, if he doesn't, that's fine because he's doing really well for himself. And he gets, dude, he gets to go to work with his partner. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. They get to watch each other's matches and like, it's great. That's like good for him, man. Um, also, man, that's, trying- a, that's a weird thing to say uh, to be a person on Twitter. Be like, oh, I bet he wishes he was. You know what? Like, you're not in his head. Don't worry about it. Look, as as a fellow wrestle buddy of Adam Cole, 
He is a member of the show. Yeah, I am prepared to say that, like, he's loving his life right now. He's very happy. Granted, if this had happened a year earlier, things would have, I'm willing to bet things would have played out very differently. I'm willing to bet, uh, I'm not really willing to bet, um, I might assume he still would have gone to AEW. He might have. I I only say that because he gets to work with his partner. You know, yes, I, 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 that's a main thing to me. I will say, though, uh, when you. When you see interviews with all of these guys, with him, with Bobby Fish, with Kyle O'Reilly, they all speak so highly of working with Triple H and their mm-hmm. love for the work they got to do with him that, like, it's good that at the very least, like, there's a happy face on their time in WWE. Yes, because not everybody gets that. Um, as for who we might see come back, I'm trying to think of who, Matt, like who, who, who else? Uh, so now I've got to think about like all one. I got to look at who was released. Yeah. It's been, it's been since 2020, it's over a hundred people. A lot of performance center people that never really got a chance to shine or a chance. Well, well, this year. Yes. It was that definitely that this year. NXT UK was during Triple H's reign that got gutted. Straight so, up gutted, yeah. Uh, I mean, well, we know Road Dog is back. I do wonder how long of a contract Samoa Joe is under to AEW slash Ring of Honor because, real talk, I fully expect Samoa Joe to end up with a WWE office position, which is same. what Triple H was grooming him for at the time. Yeah. Because I, I, I think we're definitely at a place where uh, Samoa Joe has more more year more in-ring years behind him than he does in front of him mm-hmm. which is not a bad thing it's just something that happens uh but i think he was like they were working hard like triple h was working hard to make sure wwe or joe had a future in wwe and then obviously was taken away when he was taken away uh so i think it'll be very interesting to see what happens on that front i'm looking parker boudreau he's in aew now he's like fully uh, he's fully signed up and like in a trios group now. Trust breakers. Um, is it the trust, the trust busters, trust busters. It's a, it's a, it's a quartet now because sunny kiss joined sunny kiss turned heel, bro. Oh, fantastic. Good job. Sunny kiss. I'm, I miss seeing them on TV. Um, look at that. Okay. Let me look at the wrestlers that were released last year. Uh, Jeff Hardy will not be back. Oh, Jeff Hardy's in AEW now. Anyway, is. man a lot wow i wouldn't be shocked to see the 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 iconics come back iconics are in impact right now i believe they're not actually peyton oh, i think because they quote unquote retired for the time being from wrestling and i believe peyton is with child oh that's right yeah oh that's right that's right that's right yeah they announced that um a couple weeks ago you know what i think would be a really interesting thing to see hmm if Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins were brought back, I was thinking about that. And I think the thing is Matt Cardona has made such a huge name on his own for himself on the Indies that Uh, I don't, I don't think he'd go back to WWE. He has already said he's open to it, but he has stipulations, uh, namely the podcast. They don't want to, he's like, I, we've, we've cultivated this business that like, we have to be able to keep doing this business. It has to be hey, a prediction contract. Here's a prediction. That thing ends that whole, you can't do cameos. You can't be on Twitch. They're, they're already back on. They're already starting uh, yeah. to go back on Twitch. I think that's going to fully end. 
absolutely that that matt that is a perfect prediction and it's, it's a good one all right here's some of them will return i'm gonna i'm gonna throw out there bray wyatt it's just gonna take time i i i think i agree with you actually matt mm-hmm. i'm gonna throw one out there yeah bo dallas very very interesting uh i think a lot about bo dallas he's been mm-hmm. quote-unquote retired from wrestling for since he was released in ring, he is fantastic. I really mm-hmm. loved him in ring. His character work when he's allowed to do, allowed to explore the character of what Bo Dallas was, was some of the best stuff at NXT early days. Easily the best stuff at NXT early days. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Bo Dallas come back. Uh, if he's repackaged as something else, that's fine. I still think there's juice in the Bo Leaf stuff, but that's me. I wouldn't be surprised to see talent like Jessamine Duke come back. Uh, the like honestly, all like the four, the other the four BRE Stark crew, yeah. yeah. The other Force Horsewoman, Matt, give us t- like d- NXT took Tyler Breeze and Dango and made them good. And again. Breeze is kind of he's working on up up down down again. That's that's why I that's why Breeze comes to mind because he's still under some sort of contract where he can do stuff with up up down down. Mm-hmm. But like, I would not be shocked to see him brought back into the fold. I don't think Dango's coming back because he's currently working tag with JTE in NWA. JTG. JTG, sorry. Uh, With the Dirty Sexy Boys. I I think he's making a good name for himself and kind of, I know he's in his, he's I think mid to late 30s at this point. Probably. Uh, But I think he's like really finding a groove. So he'll be back at WWE, I think at some point. Yeah. But I don't think it's right away. Uh, let's go. We haven't done prediction bot in a little while. So, a prediction bot, what is that prediction? Bo Dallas will be made the Raw general manager and constantly book himself in the world title picture. He will become the 20 time world champion. Bo Dallas will be the general wow. manager and book himself. Good on, pre- good on prediction bot. Oh, Bronson Reed is another one I think will come back. Bronson Reed, to me, uh, I feel like got screwed. Hey, let's just a prediction about give us another one. Let's kind of give us something nice and uplifting. What's a good prediction? Dexter Looms will be arrested for murder. What? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, one more time. Dexter Looms will be arrested for murder. Wait. Dexter- well, we saw Well, now, this is interesting because Matt, last night we saw him get arrested on NXT. But that wasn't for murder. Do we know that? We didn't hear them read the rights. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was uh, for in-ring kissing, which is very illegal in NXT. Well, no, I could have also been for kidnapping the Miz the night before, but we haven't seen the Miz since then. Man, the Dexter Loomis stuff is so good right now. <laughs> it's it's good because it's wacky but compelling. Yes, it's not you know? it's not silly wacky. Right. Oh, also Drake Maverick will be back. I can Man. see Drake Maverick coming back in like a uh, producer type of role. I'm gonna. Here's another one. Twenty four seven championship is gonna be gone. It had a good run. It's done. Or they'll just give it back to r Truth. Have you noticed that r Truth is rarely involved in the twenty four seven segments anymore? And he, him, and Drake Maverick were the best parts of that. Absolutely. Holy cow. So anyway, Dexter Loomis is evident. Like the, and I want to be clear here. The character of Dexter Loomis yes. is supposedly in storyline going to be arrested for murder, according to. Are artificial intelligence not everything I believe prediction about is saying um, is this is all in character or yes. not talking about the person behind the character. I'm sorry. Prediction about isn't talking about the person behind the character. 
Right. Although, except for the Johnny Gargano thing, Johnny Gargano will really be revealed as Triple H's son. Yes. I mean, that's real. Uh, Prediction about give us one more. Naomi will host the Slammies. Oh, that's uplifting. Naomi's going to host the Slammies. That's cool. Slammies are back. Naomi's back. I'm into that, Matt. You know what? I am into that. Okay. Can you imagine the pop that will happen, inevitably happen, when Naomi shows back up? Can you just imagine? I mean, like Sasha Banks, too, but I kind of feel like Sasha Banks may really be out. I'm like, I love them both. Yes. I miss Naomi more. Same, because I can see Sasha Banks on. I can see her on The Mandalorian. I love Naomi. I love the character she cultivated. Mm -hmm. Like she built that. We talked to her about it, Matt. She built that character from the ground up herself. She's the most like DIY wrestler uh, in WWE. Yeah. And she's not even in the DIY tag team. That's I know. That's crazy. Crazy. But no, I I love Naomi. I love I just I love Naomi. And like Mm -hmm. her run as world champion. And oh, Matt, remember when she won the SmackDown women's title and like they added lights to it to match her entrance? Yep. It was the best. A whole hot week of that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Naomi, both of you come back. But Naomi, come back. Remember when we got done interviewing her and the PR person was trying to drag her away? And she's like, no, I want to hang out here with these guys. And I was like, I don't know if you're saying that for real, but thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's what we needed to hear right now after our Smackadia evening the night before. Oh, Matt, that's the other update I forgot to bring up. Smackadia is now near me. I looked at it today because it's been by me for about a month now. And I uh-huh. was like, do I order it? No, no. I, I, made I a, thought I about made a like sandwich. So, Matt, I'm on whole 30 right now, so I can't. Mm-hmm. But once I'm off whole 30, I think I'm going to get it one more time just so we can talk about it. And I could be like, well, this is what it's like when it's not in the crush of WrestleMania week, because I don't know if you looked at the menu. Literally, they're all the same. Mm-hmm. The cheesy chicken champion. It's not a thing that was specially for Smackadias. The company no. Super Megadia still does it the exact same. It's it's a it's listen, it's a it's a kitchen. It's just a ghost kitchen situation, but whatever. And that's where we're going to end it this week because it's we're over an hour well, without editing. So I should yeah, probably I, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't have any more predictions. Yeah, other I got to pick, like, pick up my son soon. Oh, no, I, I don't have real- any predictions other than it's going to be fun. It's going to I I'm it's man. It felt like about a week and a half after Vince McMahon stepped down and the new people took over. I started enjoying wrestling on WWE again. Yeah. I mean, even SummerSlam when Brock brought that tractor out, I was like, oh, this is silly. Like that whole uh, thing. And like, I felt like, man, this is I don't think this would have happened if Vince was there. No, the D- Dakota Kai. I Eos, mean, Eos maybe, maybe. No, I don't, I don't think know, so. though. But I mean, that's the in the um, investor call the next a few days later, uh, Triple H said, like, he just wants to make water. Essentially, I'm paraphrasing, wants to make water, uh, water cooler moments. And like, that's what and I, I've said that on this show so many times, like we need water cooler moments on WWE, things that will get people talking, but positively, not negatively, not like John Oliver is saying, hey, the whole contract situation with wrestlers is really screwed up. Mm hmm. Uh, more positively like hey this guy brought a tractor my brother-in-law who hates wrestling and doesn't understand it and is like tells me it's fake was like hey man did you see Brock Lesnar brought a tractor to the wrestling ring the other night and then like lifted it up I'm like yeah he's like that's awesome I'm like yes it is awesome 
Hell yeah, dude. I know you don't like wrestling, but now you understand. That's why I watch it. Anyway, uh, we will see you guys next week with an interview with someone from AEW, probably. Maybe. Uh, I'm pretty sure, I hope. Uh, don't. Yeah, unless they cancel. Uh, anyway, Chris, final words. Thank you to our overlord, Hunter Hearst Hamburger Helmsley. Hiking. Robocop. Hunter. I forgot the third one. Hunting. Already. Hiking and hunting, not hunter. Hi- no, it's hiking. Hu- hunting, hunting and heroism. Oh, is he a heroism? Hiking. Herbalism. <laughs> not herbalism. Herbalism. Her- herbalism. Okay, we'll see you next Bye. week. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Russell Buddies. We hope you had at least almost as much fun as we did. Go ahead and rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. You can email us questions at WrestleBuddies at GameSpot.com or find us over on Twitter at WrestleBuddies. I am at Chris Hayner. He is at I'm Matt Elfring. See you next week. WrestleBuddies is a copywritten GameSpot website podcast. You do not have permission to use anything contained within the episode or you'll be sued by me, Dog Dad Lawyer. I've got a dog named Clarence. He's a beautiful pug.